Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. No, Gavin, I didn't hit my head. What are you talking about? Ass. The following podcast contains... Your use of language has altered since our arrival. It is currently laced with, shall I say, more colorful metaphors. Double dumbass on you, and so forth. You mean the profanity? Yes. That's simply the way they talk here. Nobody pays any attention to you unless you swear every other word. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you just gotta be such an asshole. What the hell were you thinking? And this is a Monday, January 15th. Why you gotta be so mean? Special edition of the show where I wonder why I got so mean. Stay tuned. The What the Hell You Think It broadcast is brought to you by Chill Bro. Do you suffer from fits of irrational anger, overreact to insignificant situations, and just generally act like a dick? Then chill, bro. Chill Bro is an anger management solution for everyday use. A one-step simple program that calms you down and chills you out, guaranteed. Use it in traffic, in the office, or at home. When you feel that anger twitch, just chill, bro, and watch the anger melt away. No medications, no meditations, just take out your phone, tap the app, and relax. Ladies, if Chill Bro isn't what you're looking for, try our companion, Girl I Know. For when life is just, girl, you know. Chill Bro and Girl I Know. When life gets real, Chill Bro girl I know. And don't think I forgot in this hullabaloo that the most special asshole of all here is you. Of course that's not true. You're not special at all. You're the normalest asshole that I can recall. Because just like the rest, you care most about you and think that the world should act like you do. You think you're the hero and others are extras. You're a rainbow of dicks across assholeish spectra. That's how we all are, though it's certainly heinous. And so we're all shitty, because we're all like an anus. So what have we learned? It's now time for your quiz. Who on earth is an asshole? Everyone is. It's a cliche to say, but it was said anyway. I swear I'm not going to rhyme this entire show. By generations of moms that... If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. And frankly, I always thought that was some kind of bullshit right there. I mean, even when I was a kid, I was like, but mom, then I won't ever get to say anything. And my mother would smile beatifically at the idea of blessed silence. Because I was a mouthy little brat. Some things, I guess, have never really changed. And look... I'm not one for peace and love, peace and love. And that kind of vibe, because honestly, there are people in the world that just really, really need to be told to shut the fuck up. I mean, maybe you're a guy who's a racist and wants to exclude black and brown people from coming to your country. And this is a free country, and you can feel that way, and you can even get yourself a podcast and say that to anyone who will listen. But uh, say you're, I don't know, the, uh, the president of the United States, and you say something like, People from shithole countries shouldn't be allowed to come into the United States. Well, then you just need to be told... Shut the fuck up, Donnie. But lately I've noticed something, and it's been starting to bother me. 
This show this week should have been episode number 144. And I had written two scripts for this week. The first one that I wrote was a scathing takedown of the idea of Oprah being president. Yeah, I was going to attack Oprah. I mean, you can't go around being mean to Oprah. You just can't. But there I was just shitting all over Oprah, calling her a huckster and a swinder. And even if there's a little truth to that, when you just out and out attack Oprah, you're a monster. I had turned into a monster. I mean, I don't blame Oprah for that. So I wrote a second script after the shithole remark. And I was going to tear into Trump and his voters again. I wrote this screed where I took West Virginia and compared it to Haiti. And yeah, well, there's a little truth in that. It's supremely dickish to call out people for being poor, uneducated, and hooked on opioids. That's the, that's the very definition of punching down. It's not the people of West Virginia's fault that they're well and truly fucked by the very system and the man they voted for and that that man is enriching himself through that system. But they still voted. Yeah, they did. They did that because they were lied to and because they wanted to believe he was going to do what he said. I think they knew he wouldn't, but just for a minute, I guess they wanted hope. I remember another guy a few years ago that promised us hope and we all turned out and voted for him. And a lot of us were mad at him for years because the hope and change he promised wasn't coming fast enough. In fact, that hope and change was so slow, it still hasn't arrived for the people in West Virginia. That's not his fault, but it was his responsibility. But it wasn't his fault. Just like it is for the people of West Virginia and all the poor places that turned out for vote, that voted Trump, it's their responsibility, but maybe it wasn't their fault. I went home to visit my parents over the holidays. I was dreading it because we'd been in each other's throat tooth and nail over politics for a couple of years now. And I almost didn't go. I haven't gone in years because I dreaded sitting there watching Fox News and pulling my hair out to, be, to keep quiet. Because, you know, if you can't say anything nice. But you know what? It was great. We didn't watch Fox News. They don't even watch Fox News anymore because they're like, oh no, we voted for Trump, but Fox News is just horrible. In fact, all cable news is just horrible. I'm like, oh my God, we think the same way. We didn't even talk politics. We talked politics one time. That's not true. We did talk politics one time. We talked like we were grown up, reasonable human beings, not two Twitter bots trolling each other over the fucking Twitter machine. Nor am I saying that the people who voted for them, even though he, they knew he was a lying, racist, sex offender, are absolved of the guilt and responsibility of it. Some of them, I think, are starting to recognize how much they fucked up. This was on Washington Journal this weekend. Greg from Georgia called in on the Republican line. And I voted for Trump, and I'm, I'm actually here to say that I apologize. I made a horrible mistake. This guy is an absolute buffoon. Yeah, Greg, we know. And I'm not going to engage in a New York Times-style Trump voters, they just like us piece here. A lot of them are racist, or at least they're okay with racism. What I'm trying to say is somewhere, somehow, I stopped writing a show that was supposed to be funny, supposed to be entertaining, maybe where you could learn something, and I just started writing a 30-minute insult-a-thon where I mocked and derided everyone who doesn't agree with me. Last week, I made jokes about dead junkies on lawns. Fuck me. I made jokes about actual human beings with a disease that kills 30,000 people a year. People who there for, for, but for fortune, I might be one of. And I treated them like garbage. That's the sort of thing Trump might do. I got mean. I didn't want to. It just happened. It's so easy to give in to the dark impulse to turn loose the id and let it flow. I'm not trying to brag when I say this, but I'm reasonably smart, well-read, and educated. I live comfortably by only taking care of myself. So it's real simple for me to just take that brain and let it run wild over people. I've got a vicious streak in me that I've been afraid of all my life. I don't use fists to hurt people. I use words, and I'm very good doing that. I know how to cut people. I learned a long time ago to watch myself around those I love. I learned to control it. 
but here I am doing it to strangers because, hey, strangers, fuck them, right? It's too easy to hurt people today. It's too anonymous. A few angry words and a click and off our petty hate flies into the ether and we sit back and congratulate ourselves on how clever we are and how we really told that guy. What? What did we tell him? That he's a piece of shit? Maybe he is, you don't know. Maybe the guy you just spent 20 minutes calling a slack-jawed fuckwit on Facebook is an unrepentant racist with a Confederate tattoo and a Nazi flag on his wall. Or maybe he's just a guy who never got very far in life, who still lives in the town where he was born, working a shitty job he's lucky to have. He doesn't see his kids enough because he's working so much, and when he gets home, he's fucking tired and he just wants to be left alone. Maybe his wife left him and took the kids, and all this guy has is anger. It's the only thing he can do to make him feel like he has any power over his life. And he needs to feel better than some poor immigrant who came from El Salvador and works three jobs to bring his family up before they're fucking killed by a gang war or by some rebels fighting the government. Is is our generic American right? Is he a good person? Probably not. But are we any better? And if we attack him, if we spend our energy coming up with clever ways to call this dude a dim-wadded douchebag, aren't we just being mean for the sake of being mean? I joke about this being a low-rated podcast. Because it is a low-rated podcast. I know I only people listen to it during an average week, but I have to ask myself, and you the listener, am I making it better by venting more rage, more anger, more meme into an ecosystem already saturated from the White House dawn down? Or am I just like Trump, a mean, bitter man shrilling against those who are against him? Do more people not listen to this show because it's just one angry man shouting drunkenly into a microphone? And yeah, that's been the joke for like three years now. But it was supposed to be just that, a joke. When I started this show, it was a mix of righteous indignation, bad puns, and social observation. And the only people I insulted were people who kind of deserved it. Well, that and the possibly fictional podcast producer, who frankly, he definitely deserves it, because the goddamn levels are blown every week, Gavin. But somewhere along the line, especially since last year, it just got mean. Rather than attacking those in power who make the system, I began more and more to attack the everyday women and men who are a victim of that system. And some of them deserve it, but most of them didn't. The poor people in West Virginia don't deserve some smug asshole in New York City shitting on them for being too stupid or lazy to move. The people who watch Oprah and buy whatever hokey-ass pseudoscience of the week don't deserve my scorn. They deserve to be taught better from the beginning so that they too would look at Dr. Oz and see... Oh! A bullshit artist. I can't fix the problem of a toxic culture. It's bigger than one dude with a low-rated podcast. But I can reduce the toxic emissions by the factor of one. I try very hard to change the tone of the show. To go back to the way it was, BT, before Trump. To find the voice that was angry, but wasn't a dick. And if I can't do this, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to shut the show down. Because I don't like this show when it's mean. And I definitely don't like myself when I'm mean either. Change begins when we accept responsibility for our problems and our actions. And my problem is, I've become an asshole. So there you have it. There's this special edition of the show. We will be back next week with a regular episode. I'm going to turn away from politics for a while, no matter what's happening. There are plenty of other places where you can find that content. And if you need some tips, hit me up. I'll share my podcast playlist with you. But I'm not going to ask for the rate and review because I'm not sure this is the show for it anymore. Nor will I say follow me on Twitter because it's just another fucking vehicle for me being mean. What I will say is, Gavin, I'm sorry. You're actually a very good producer and you work very hard to make this show. You make the best low-rated podcast on Fast Eddie's Podcast Podcast Network. That's not saying much, but still, there it is. And I don't deserve, deserve to have you. Oh, also, one more thing before I turn over this new leaf entirely. Fuck you, Steve Bannon. 
you festering herpes wrapped in the flesh of the flabby, alco- flabby alcoholic Nazi. I hope you die alone in a dumpster eaten by feral weasels. There. I got that out of my system. We'll see you all next week.